0: Hello then and welcome back from me, Tim Cable, to the Real Madrid podcast. Now, coming up today, Zudan has just finished his pre-match press conference ahead of the match against Galatasaray in Champions League tomorrow. We'll hear what he had to say during the course of that. We'll also look ahead to that game, as well as rounding up lots of transfer news and speculation. Some of the names in the news today: Kylian Mbappe, Gareth Bale, Jadon Sancho, and we'll look back at that weekend draw with Real Betis. So Champions League is back this week and in Group A it's Real Madrid taking on Galatasaray at Bernabeu. Now two weeks ago, Madrid entered one of football's most hostile environments at the Ali Semi-Yen, where they proceeded, albeit with a degree of good fortune, to get the job done. Always look wanted to run away from Martial Teixeira. And here's Hazard. And Assad has the chance to take a touch. And it's close, and it's in. Real Madrid have done what they had to do to silence the Ali Sami Safe for that pocket of supporters. Yeah, once again, Gaia was unselfish play, this time from Hazard, looking for Benzema, could have taken it on himself, big deflection, takes it over Fernando Muslera. Hazard, if he'd to just dragged that t- touch a little bit further forward, I think the intention actually was always to try and find Benzema off the knee. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Well, as it stands, PSG topped the group. Nine points from nine available. Real Madrid on four points. Brugge on two, Galatasaray on one. So this is a really big night for both Galatasaray and Real Madrid. The Turkish team really do need to actually get something out of this game. Now, the victory did resuscitate Madrid's Champions League campaign. They can look forward to this game. With some real confidence, the record against Galatasaray here in Madrid is exemplary, having won on all three occasions they've met here the last time five years ago under Carlo Ancelotti by four goals to one they won that day now despite all the doom and gloom remember it is November and Real Madrid have lost just twice this season there's also been six clean sheets remember in the last nine games in comparison this is Galatasaray's worst start under their coach Fatih Terim the heat raised still further after that recent defeat to Besiktas. now Marcelo could be a big night for him if he plays it'll be his 100th appearance in Champions League one who won't be playing is Radamel Falcao he will travel with the team although he won't play and there will be 3,000 traveling Galatasaray supporters in the Bernabeu as well their team. currently seventh in Turkish Super League but that is only three points off of Alanya war at the top of the table in Turkey. They do still have the best defence in that league conceding just nine goals in ten games and so after the Betis game that could actually cause a few issues but only 11 goals scored and that is where their problems lie. They actually failed to score in 50% of the games they've played this season and right Babel's goal of the weekend from a penalty was the first they'd scored since October the 18th. And staying with Babel, his goal in the 3-2 victory over Sivas 4 in the 73rd minute of that game on October the 18th was the last time they actually scored a goal in open play. So with all of that, you would expect the threat to Madrid from Galatasaray on Wednesday to be pretty minimal. Now then Zidane has just wrapped up his pre-match press conference ahead of that game on Wednesday evening and he was responding to plenty of news and rumor in the media today about Gareth Bale and a potential January departure. He said, I want him to stay until the end of the season. We want him fit and well. At present, he is not available. Wales have the rights to call him up, they said, which they have done. At present, he is not ready to play for us. So has it actually upset him that Bale has elected to go with Wales rather than stay and continue his recuperation here in Madrid? He said, I would have liked him to be with us. Now, does Bale's attitude bother Zidane? That was another of the questions he said. It doesn't bother me. They say that I want Bale out in January. It's so stupid. I simply have not said that. I want him here for the remainder of this season. Now, he was then asked if he felt that the press, and indeed some sections of the fans, had been unfair to Bale. And he said, I simply won't get into that. These things have to be endured. It is the same for everyone. And still the questions rolled on. On the fact that Bale's agent said that there is no relationship with Zidane, he said, I have a very good relationship. We say good morning every day. I really love all of my players. Elsewhere, Kylian Mbappé's name was very prominent indeed as it has been across the medias around Europe over the last couple of days and he was asked about a potential move to Real Madrid. Zidane's response was, we'll see, it will be he that decides his future. At the moment he is with PSG but he has said that he has a dream to play in Madrid. Now, lots of transfer rumours and speculation around the place today. Kylian Mbappe is making plenty of headlines around Europe as it's been revealed that PSG are to offer him a new contract which is on par to the one that Neymar has, which will give him close to 37 million euros per year, which is equivalent to around 700,000 euros a week. He's already turned down one chance, remember, to go to Madrid a couple of years ago, feeling it was too early. But if they fail to actually win or get close to winning the Champions League this season, then it could very well be his last in Paris. Now, the day after the bail plus 70 million for Raheem Sterling was laughed off the back pages, Jaden Sancho again appears. Now, this isn't a new interest. It's been known for several months that Real Madrid have seen him as an ideal fit. Manchester United, of course, already interested, but unlikely to be able to offer him Champions League football, which might put him off. And PSG as well, if, as expected, they do lose Mbappe next summer to Madrid, they see him as the perfect replacement. Easy to see why as well. 13 goals and 19 assists in his campaign last season, four goals and seven assists in 14 games this season in Madrid are said to be willing to pay up to €115 million euro in order to secure him for next season. Now, we mentioned Kai Havertz as well last week as being of significant interest as Madrid looked to bolster the quality of what is an ageing midfield. Uh, Eriksson, not a contender. Pogba, deemed too expensive. The man, they say, is the new Michael Ballack. Kai Havertz at €90 million euro, fits the perez bill and in order to actually finance all of these mega deals then players are going to have to be leaving and again it's a familiar trio of names isco brahim diaz and mariano said to be on their way out this january mariano not played this season isco has appeared only five times and brahim just once uh, substitute appearance for him a couple of weeks ago Zidane's future as we know is always up for discussion somewhere and Jose Mourinho's name is never far away either but with Bayern Munich now looking of course he was installed as a favorite early on after Kovac's sacking Uh, His preference, though, is still, they say, for a return to Real Madrid. Perez also has his eyes on several upcoming former Madrid men to step up and take more senior roles. And that includes Raul, Xabi, Alonso and not for the first time, Guti, who has, though, of course, just been appointed in the last 24 hours as the coach of Almeria. Hardly a week goes by, it seems, without a young Brazilian player having a link with Real Madrid, the Brazilian under-17s at the World Cup in Brazil, uh, where they face Chile, actually, in the round of 16. And we've already heard of Magne, Verón and Jorge. Uh, This week, you can add into that Renier Jesus, who is aged just 17 and in his first season with Flamengo, where he's already scored three goals this season. £35 is the price tag on his head. Diego Simeone over at Atletico has already allegedly spoken to him privately and there is a pack of Europe's elite all chasing him from the Premier League Bundesliga and indeed Serie A. Now perhaps the week's big surprise rumour is the one that links James Rodriguez with a return to the Allianz Arena and Bayern Munich. Remember that Karl-Heinz Rummenigge was a very big fan of the player and was sorry to see him go but now with Kovac gone it said that he would favour a move back to the club that he knows very well with Coutinho, remember, not having the expected impact. It may not be the long shot it first appears with his place in that first eleven looking very much in jeopardy after he's done so much hard work to actually get back in there. It seems he's falling out of favour and a January move is certainly very much on the agenda. Now, staying in Bundesliga and with Bayern Munich, rumours existing of a deal being put together which would bring Robert Lewandowski to the Bernabeu. The 31-year-old who scored 142 goals in 169 games for Bayern Munich has long wanted to move to Madrid only to see his dreams denied by Ernest and Rummenigge as Bayern Munich simply refused to discuss his departure. Now, though, Madrid are preparing to offer a package. Package deal of between 40 and 50 million euros plus the loan of Jovic for two years with no option to buy in return for Lewandowski. It's a deal which might just tempt Bayern Munich. Jovic, remember, scored 25 goals in 54 games with Eintracht Frankfurt and Bayern Munich were interested in signing him when he came up for sale last summer. Uh, Valverde and Vinicius have both been on television in the last 24 hours. Valverde had been talking about his emergence this season. He said, it's incredible that at just 21, I'm playing for such a great club. I dreamed about this. But I come from Uruguay. He said, I had to go through many battles just to get here. But everything since has happened very quickly indeed. On who he listens to and who he learns from, he said... Well, I learn from everybody. All of these players have such incredible experience. I do sit with Casemiro... And he gives me great advice. I'm always grateful for this. He's like a father to me. And on his ambition, he said, "Well, wearing this shirt has great responsibilities. I want to go out and I want to win everything. Venetius talking about his arrival in Madrid. He said, when I arrived, it was difficult because it was a real lifestyle change for me. I thought that there was a time when I might not settle being away from family and friends, but when my family arrived, everything has settled down. And my presentation, he said, at the bonne Bay was one of the happiest days of my life. On Karim Benzema, he said, I feel with him alongside me that there is a special connection. I work with the coach Zidane a great deal. He tells me to be calm. The fans know that I'm young and they know that I can go on and have a great career here. What about the future? He said, well, I see myself here for a long time and I will win everything with Madrid. A lot of uh, frustration very evident after the inability to break down the team with the worst defensive record in La Liga at the weekend. Sergio Ramos said today was a great opportunity that we haven't taken advantage of. We fought hard. But in front of goal, we just missed the quality that we needed. On the VAR issues, it's the interpretation, he said, of the referee. They make the decisions. Now, Zidane was pressed on that handball incident. He said, I'm not going to get involved with this. He said, all I will say is I saw a hand... But it is the interpretation of the referee that counts. On the team, he said he was happy with the display. I thought our attitude was good. We played very well overall, but we failed to get the goal, which is a shame. But we lost two points. Other rivals are slipping up as well. Well, the press made a big play of Bale and James Rodriguez leaving the stadium early. It was asked if it showed a lack of commitment. Not at all, he said. But you really do wonder why, don't you, in these situations, considering it gets such a huge amount of negative press. And it's not the first time that this has happened to Gareth Bale either. What the clubs don't say and the players don't realise, you stay until after the game and everybody's gone home. It is your job. Zidane did actually say that the players did have permission to leave early due to the construction works going on and the traffic around the Bonabéu. Well, whilst Ramos and Zidane remained diplomatic on the VAR issue surrounding the alleged penalty incident, Butraguenio couldn't hide his anger. A supporter of VAR, he was not happy at the refusal to acknowledge Vero's handball. He said, we are really confused. Clearly, a hand interrupts the flow of the ball. I simply do not understand why sometimes this will be given and sometimes not. We thought it was going to be a penalty. I thought it was a penalty. The referee didn't. And finally, Eden Hazard occupied plenty of discussion after the game with a view that even though it was perhaps the best they had seen from the Belgian international, that it simply still isn't good enough and that his place has cost Vinicius, who has had to give up his preferred role and this has affected his game and his confidence. And that just about wraps it up then for today. Don't forget you can catch up with all the previous episodes of the podcast via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or you can follow us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher or Spotify. Uh, We'll be back on Friday afternoon with a look ahead to the weekend and a look back to the Champions League. So wherever you're watching the game, have a great night tomorrow. From me, Tim Cable, till Friday. Bye-bye for now.